Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a new day. We thank you for the new life that you had to it. You are doing something new every single day. And every new bit of revelation that you bring us adds new life, a new layer into our life, Lord. A new understanding that with which we can approach your presence, your kingdom, and the world around us. That which sets us apart and above. We thank you, Father, that you let your presence go with it. We thank you that you call us to be with you in the secret place, to commune with you. To join our spirits to yours to be one. And we enter your gates, Lord, with thanksgiving in our heart. We enter your courts with praise on our lips. We enter the holy of holies through the blood of Jesus. We surrender ourselves to you, Lord. For we belong to you. We thank you, Father. That you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. That which only you can give. You give us your word. You give us your spirit. And you lift us up, Lord, from where we are to where you would place us. Positioned strategically that we might rise above all the storms around us. Be like an eagle that soars above the storms. It is you who provide those wings, Lord, when we wait on you. And we share the same peace and joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share your presence, Lord, with all those whom we are lifting up in our place of prayer and with all those that have no one to pray for them as we offer our faith to stand in that gap. And remembering all of these, Lord, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the great I am, the God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. The one who always completes every good work that he has started in us. The Holy One of Israel. Who does only mighty and wondrous things. Blessed be your name, Lord. You are the God of overflow and miracles. And we call on the name of your son, Jesus. The one who is our cornerstone, our foundation, our rock, our refuge. The author and the finisher of our faith and our destiny. He is the one who was, who is and who is to come. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is our daily bread given to us that came straight down from heaven for our sakes. He is our redemption. And he is the one who holds the key of David. That whatever he shuts, no one can open. And whatever he opens, no one can shut. And he promised us, he said, I give you the keys to the kingdom. Father, open our hearts and our minds to understand 
what you are giving us there. And we pray in the name of your spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of El Shaddai, the all-powerful, the spirit of victory, the spirit of the creator, the same spirit that powered Jesus' ministry, all his miracles, signs and wonders, the same spirit that raised him from the dead, now gives life to our mortal body, has made his tabernacle within us, and it is he now who partners with us, convicts us but never willing to condemn, always working with us to lift us up, that we might achieve the life of abundance and dominion that the Father always had in his plan for us. That when we step out in faith, it is he that works with us, confirming our word that we speak, his own word, through signs and wonders. We thank you, Father, that you activate your presence and you make your words alive in our mouth and active. That when we speak, there must be change, there must be transformation, there must be movement in the spirit and in the flesh. Manifest, manifesting its presence at your hands, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with your word, with your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer where we can combine these in faith. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with angels with destiny help us. You have blessed us with every physical provision that we need and every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. That we shall be found lacking nothing, that we shall not be limited, that we shall not be under. We shall always be above. For he who comes from above is above all. And we remember that positional advantage that you have placed on our lives, Lord. We thank you for the authority that you give us. We thank you for the identity of your name that you provide us. That we remember these every time we stand and every time we speak your word, Lord. For then it carries weight, for then it is backed by your government, for then it shall not fall to the ground, but shall fulfill everything that it is meant to fulfill. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the blood of the new and eternal covenant. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives, Lord. I call the angels of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word 
that goes out of my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I sent it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. And thank you for the discernment to choose life every time we speak. Thank you, Jesus. In the last two days, we have reflected on seeking the Lord and approaching him in brokenness. Today, I'd like to touch on another aspect of submission, which is generally the first step in our personal transformation, which we spoke about yesterday, personal revival. Romans 12, verse 1, in this verse, Paul says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your reasonable service. And the question then is, what does it mean to present your body as a living sacrifice? How do I do that? But first, let's understand it. What does it really mean? So let's break it down. There are two parts now in it. The first one is presenting yourself out of your will. And then the second is presenting it as a living sacrifice. The first is your will and the second is that living sacrifice. So let's get down to the first one. To present yourself to him, you can only do that out of love for him. When there is no love, how do you give yourself to someone? Now here I'd like to use the analogy of marriage as seen in some cultures. They're generally arranged and the groom pays a bride price or a dowry to the bride's family as demanded. Once that is done, she now belongs to him. But hold on. She may choose not to love him even though she is married to him. He paid the bride price. What he didn't pay, what he didn't pay for, and he cannot pay for is her love. That is something she must give of her own free will. So when he has fulfilled the demand. The expectation generally is that she will present herself to her husband, to her bridegroom. And it is only reasonable that since she is now in a relationship with him, she learns to love the man and commit herself to it, to the relationship in, in the interest of maintaining the relationship. And this is the reasonable service that Paul is talking about when he says in 1 Corinthians 6.19 Jesus has paid the price for you and that is out of his mercy we didn't deserve it what we deserve is punishment for sins and that price is to redeem our flesh not our spirit to atone it from the punishment that was due 
so that it can now be redeemed. It's like a bride price paid by the bridegroom. And he did that out of his mercy. So Paul says, in view of this mercy that he has shown you and rescued you, giving you his name, it is only reasonable that when he has covered our shame, we honor him with our body. We present yourself, you present yourself to him. How do you honor him? By sanctifying yourself, cleansing yourself from sin and sinful ways, purifying yourself and then consecrating, dedicating yourself to him in holiness. And that's where the second part comes in. Presenting your body as a living sacrifice. Remember, he has rescued you. He has covered that shame, but our ways have not yet changed. We could still be retaining sin and iniquity within us. Now, when we are saved through salvation, we're quickened in the spirit. 1 Corinthians 6, 17 says, whoever is joined with the Lord is one with him in spirit. But what about your body then? Even though saved, the flesh is still predisposed to sin and it, the, the flesh lusts against the spirit. It wants to do things that are opposite to the ways of the spirit. So that has to be brought into subjection. And a few days ago, we reflected on taking captive every such thought that raised itself up against the wisdom of God, bringing it into subjection to Christ. So to get rid of that sin and sanctify ourselves is what we are called to do so that we can present ourselves before God. And Paul says, offer it as a living sacrifice. That is, the flesh is still alive, but we have crucified all the sinful ways of the flesh. When you do that, and you take captive all those thoughts bring them into subjection so that sinful ways and iniquity no longer have a control over you. Then you become a living sacrifice. And Galatians 2 verse 20 says, Now it is no longer you, but Christ has taken shape in your nature and now lives in you. It is you become like him who first loved you and gave himself for you. You become like him. Now for that, that is to become living sacrifices, Romans 6 verse 13 advises us. It says, do not present the parts of your body to sin. That is, do not give it, give in to sin. Do not present the parts of your body to sin as instruments of wickedness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life. And present the parts of your body to him as instruments of righteousness. So we use our organs, our body parts, 
as means mechanisms of works of righteousness. We put them to works of righteousness, not to the works of sin in the flesh. And so you starve the wicked tendency in your flesh. You suppress it, you resist it, you kick it out. You do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You crucify it. And instead, what do we do? We focus on works of holiness and works of righteousness as prescribed by the word of God. Present yourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. That is your reasonable service. 1 Corinthians, sorry, Romans 12, verse 1. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that each of us gain this understanding so that as we are focusing on building our relationship with you, focusing on seeking your presence and coming to you, we have learned about brokenness in our spirit coming in the contrite heart that is repentant and has turned away from all that wickedness. Here now, Lord, as we turn away from that wickedness, Grant us that understanding that we are able to present our bodies as living sacrifices to you, submitted to you totally as a wife submits to her husband. So that out of that submission, when we resist the devil, he must flee from us. Out of that submission, when we have hearts that, that only behold your presence, that seek your face, not just your hand, then we become living testimonies of what you are, the wonders that you are doing in our lives, Lord. We carry your gospel and our testimony becomes even more stronger because we speak from the heart. So God, that is that close to us who has loved us with an everlasting love that he gave everything for our sake. Our testimony is witness to the love that we now carry for him. I ask for that edification in each of our spirits, Lord. So that then when we step out, boldly going, carrying your message, testifying to what you have done in our lives. It must bring transformation. It must bring a renewal of mind and hearts. And all those that hear. And it must draw men towards you, Lord. I ask for that edification in our spirits today. As we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures this day. For all families that are embattled, that are facing division and separation. Especially divorce. We pray, Lord, for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance, poverty, all kinds of addictions, compulsive behaviors. Anything that seeks to keep your people yoked down. In slavery, Lord, we come against it by the blood of Jesus. And under his authority of great commission, we declare those yokes broken 
in the name of Jesus. That there is freedom this day from alcoholism, from drug addiction, from pornography. That there is freedom today from pursuing our worldly ways and not having time to pray. That there is freedom today, Lord, from all ignorance of your ways. So that when our eyes are opened to the truth of who you are and who we are, and then we exercise our faith, there must bring significant movement. It must bring significant movement in the spirit. Manifested in the flesh. Through your sign and your wonder there, Lord. We also pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Kelele <laughs> <laughs> 
the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We have a couple of scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from Jeremiah 29, verse 12 and 13. Quoted from the Amplified, the classic Amplified Bible, where it is written. Then you will call upon me and you will come and pray to me and I will hear and heed you. Then you will seek me, inquire for and require me as a vital necessity and find me when you search for me with all your heart. The second scripture is from John 10, 10, where it is written, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you may have life, life in abundance. Thank you, Jesus. And a third scripture is from Romans chapter 6, verses 6 to 8, quoted from the NIV where it is written, Now we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with. That we should no longer be slaves to sin because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You are being blessed by these morning encounters. Brother Savio's daily reflections, powerful reflections, our daily divine mercy and rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teaching sessions, Bible study. Please share links for Zoom and YouTube with friends and family. Invite them to join us. Give it as a gift and share the prayer group as a gift and invite them to be part of it, share their prayer requests and pray with others. If they are not able, if they are not able to make the live sessions, you can also point them to recordings available on YouTube, on our Spotify page, as well as links that are posted on our Facebook page. And a reminder about the Friday Bible study session. 
This Friday's session is a continuation of our topic, the second part in our series on a time of testing, where we learn about the wilderness experience, what you could go through when God has called you, how he will test you. And we look at some of the tests based on scriptural references. We shall share links for Zoom and YouTube to join this session later today on all our channels. Whatever works for you, pick that channel and share it with your family and friends. Invite at least one new person to join. Under the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God, bless God bless everyone. Thank you, brother. God bless everyone.